Hello, listeners, and welcome back to this week's episode of Eye of the Tigers. Before we get into it with our first with our guest for today, um, one quick shout out: if you want to join D3 TV, um, go ahead and check out our Instagram page for the applications. Um, you know, you want to produce a show, put a show on. You want to <laughs> post shows to Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, come join us. Um, but anyways, uh, today my guest is senior Abby Pyburn. Abby is a Kines major and is on the softball team with me. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. Thanks, Kiwi. So um, one of the biggest things that we start with um, here on the show is I ask you a little bit about yourself. Like you tell me what you're involved in um, and that kind of jazz. So mm-hmm. go for it. What are you yeah, involved in? Well, so... I am in Kappa Alpha Theta as well on campus, um, and obviously softball, uh, and then those are really the only two things I'm involved in outside of academics, um, but I've been on the softball team for four years, obviously, Kappa Alpha Theta for four years, obviously. <laughs> um, I mean, that's really it, so yeah. So what, um, what kind of brought you to DePaul? I mean, I know softball is a big mm-hmm. thing, but, you know, was it just softball? And if so, how did that, you know, bring you mm-hmm. here? Or, you know, Yeah, so actually when I was a junior in high school, I was a little late to the recruiting process because when a lot of softball athletes go through the recruiting process, they kind of, I guess now are starting more earlier, like freshman, sophomore year. And I didn't start really knowing that I wanted to play until junior year. And so I guess, um, you know, I went with my travel team to the college exposure tournaments and then Erica had reached out to me and I was like, hmm, okay, maybe like, let's just do a couple overnights, see how it is. Cause I had no idea where I wanted to go. I had no idea what DePaul was until she came and reached out to me. Um, and then I did an overnight uh, at, I think it was OWU, so Ohio Wesleyan. Mm-hmm. Um, Hanover, Central, and then DePaul. Mm-hmm. And I went to all of them, and DePaul was my last one, and I was like, oh, I love OWU. Yeah. I think I'm going to go to OWU. And then went to DePaul, and I had my overnight, and, like, I went. I did the camp, I did the overnight. Obviously, you know how we run those things. And then the next morning, uh, we were driving home, and I was like, I'm going to DePaul. Yeah. Like, that was it, done going to DePaul. Yeah. And I think it just kind of sold it for me, like – the way that I guess the team just hung out and like I remember Abby Bass and Jordan Farah and we were doing this dance competition and it was like me, Yaz and Lily and it was just so and cursed it's so cringy, but yeah. it was just so fun. And it was just kinda like, oh, okay, so it's these are these girls like aren't really forcing things to happen, if yeah. that makes sense. Like they're just being weird. Yeah. And it's cool to be weird, if that makes sense. So then yeah, I did my overnight, and then I was like, okay, yep, coming here. And then um, started my freshman year, and then I was like, okay, yeah. Like, I like this vibe. Yeah. I like the people I'm around. I like the way the school is put together, how it looks, um, how the professors are. And I think that, like, yeah, I decided on one night staying there. But, yeah. like, I mean... The way that other people talked about it was also kind of like, okay, maybe I didn't pick this right place. Maybe maybe this yeah. is right for me. And then just coming here obviously kind of just made it known that it was for me, I guess. Yeah, so when you originally had said, like, yeah, oh, what was the place I want to go? Mm-hmm. Like, what made you think that? And then, like, 
when you came to DePaul and had your experience at DePaul, what made that change? Um, so the Owu camp, um, not to hate on Owu, (laughs) but like we did the, um, softball camp there obviously. And it was just like, not a lot of people showed up. Mm -hmm. The whole team wasn't there. And then like the person who gave me a tour was somebody who quit the softball team. Mm. And it was just kind of like, I don't know. It was just very weird to me. Yeah. And like the, um... The layout of the campus, I didn't really like much. I mean, like, originally I was like, okay, this is where I want to go because it was better than the other two visits I went on. Yeah. You know, like, okay, these are the best out of the three. Yeah. And um, so then, obviously, I did my overnight, and it was just, like, I had more of the team to, like, gauge on how the program actually was. Yeah. Versus just going to a camp, spending a hotel, like, a hotel night with my mom. And then, like, oh, having a meeting with the coach the next day. And then going home. Yeah. Versus, like, I mean, you we spend literally 24 freaking hours with these campers. Yeah. And it's, like, if they don't know what DePaul softball was like by the end of the night, then, like, we didn't do a good job. Right. But it's, like, I mean, I definitely got a, a gauge on how the program actually was, what type of girls came in out of this program, too. So that's, I think, that kind of just, like, oversold me. Yeah. So now... You kind of t- you kind of touched on um, your first year and how like it just solidified for you mm-hmm. that this is where you wanted to be, but um, I kind of want to know a little bit more about your first year. I mean, I know like mm-hmm. half of it shut yep. down because of COVID, but previous to that, like, what are some of the things that you really loved about your first year and um, how they like kind of solidified that mm-hmm. I know that this is where I'm supposed to be? Yeah. So. <laughs> I actually talk to Tommy about this all the time. And I'm like, because he's a year younger, you're obviously a year younger. And, like, I always say how, like, our freshman year is just, like, what DePaul was. Yeah. And then COVID and, like, DePaul is finally getting back this year now to where it was. Right. And nobody else really understands what we say, what we mean by that. But it's, like, I mean, freshman year you walked on campus and it was, like, whether you were, like, with a group of people at a different frat or with a different group of people, like, in Bowman Park and on a Sunday at 2 p.m., it was, like, everyone was very open to saying hi to everyone. Yeah. Even if I was a freshman. Right. And it was, like, I mean, obviously, you know, softball team and softball team were, like, you know, everybody knows how we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, obviously, we had that group, that first initial group you have on campus, but then it was, like, your freshman year mentor groups were, like, that was my first friend group. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like people now, they're, like, oh, yeah, I have, that's my, they were in my freshman year mentor group. Like, yeah. it's whatever. Like, yeah. I, I'm not really friends with them. But it's, like, that was, like, legitimately, like, that's where I found my first friends. Like, and that's, like, that initial group is, like, who I hung out with the first couple weeks of school. Yeah. And, like, who I got to know and, like, who I went around to campus with to figure out what campus was. Yeah. And I feel like it was more of just, like, a united if that makes sense yeah. and it was like everybody was just so happy to be there no matter what class no matter what program no matter what club no matter yeah. what you were a part of and like it was just the the feel-good energy and it was just more positive yeah and then COVID comes and like obviously we get sent home we come back and then yik yak becomes a thing yeah and then like the drama comes and like I don't know if that was just because I was a freshman and that was then and I didn't have enough time to figure out like mm-hmm. who people were in business and stuff but like I mean I just felt like there was just no there wasn't really a lot of school drama yeah my freshman year and yeah. then 
you come back and it was just like people are in their own friend groups you know you stay with your friend group you stay with your house and like occasionally there you know are some friend groups who are mixed in between but it was just like it felt like personally for me that campus was more like loving each other and united if that made sense yes well one of the things that I find really interesting that you like mention is because I when your freshman year and also your senior year of high school I was also like coming here for Mm -hmm. um for camps and stuff Mm -hmm. because uh February of my junior year was when I committed and decided that I was going to come here and so like I I totally see what you're saying we're like you know one of the biggest reasons why I chose DePaul at first was because like you'd walk around campus and there would be people like actually engaging with each other it wasn't like headphones in head down on the phones like it was just like a literal like it was a class and it was like oh what's up we stopped talked yeah yeah now and, it's like and you don't have somebody to walk with, you're on your phone. Right. And the other thing is like even though I like even being a recruit, like when I came on campus and like did those overnights, the softball team was so like inviting mm-hmm. of like, here, come meet my friends. Like I stayed yeah. with Lily in yeah. BR and she was like, Here, come meet all of yeah. my friends. Yeah. And I was like, Whoa. This is crazy because yeah. now I think about it and I know these people now as a junior, but thinking, oh, I knew them as a mm-hmm. senior in high school mm-hmm. when they were freshmen yep. um, is a wild thought. But then like now, you know, I feel like there are a few pe- there are only a few people on this campus who genuinely talk to everyone. Right. Like I feel like I know that I'm one of them yeah. because I, I like I could go somewhere and like I know probably so three facts. or four people in yeah. a room. But like that's su- like that's not the normal and yeah. it's it's an odd like because it was the normal at least for my half of freshman year yeah and like now it's just like I mean I do it too I'm right. I'm you know obviously guilty of it as well I stick to my friend groups I stick to softball I stick to you know walking with my head down to class yeah and I it sucks though because that's like been the last three years and yeah. like that's how. I guess I've gone about my life at DePaul, and that's how a lot of the population at DePaul has gone about their life as well, too. But, like, I mean, yeah, you know a few people that probably would know everyone in every friend group or at least one person in every, I guess, group on campus. Yeah. So it's just weird how that's changed. So what was it like coming back after COVID? Uh, Well, so... I chose to, because, okay, so the first semester it was freshmen and sophomores only allowed on campus. Yep. Juniors and seniors can commute. Obviously, if you're on the softball team, you commuted to softball. Yeah. Um, and so at Theta, um, you got to choose if you wanted to live in, mm-hmm. and there wasn't really, like, a limit. So eight of us chose to live in this massive mansion. Yeah. And, um, I mean, it was like... You could get in trouble for doing the stupidest things ever. Yeah. I remember Goose and Kelsey freshman year. They got in trouble for out, hanging out outside. Yeah. With their mask I on. did too. Yeah. I mean. I it, was walking through the quad like, to go to Taco it Bell. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And I mean, I think coming from you have my freshman year, everyone's so social. Everyone's so inviting. Yeah. And then we come back and it's just like damn, like, I can't do anything that I was hoping to do in college, whether it's just hang out with my friends or go to class. Yeah. Like, it was just so, like, I did my classes in my bed. Yeah. 
And I mean, classes like I do, I do, I really do try really hard with my academics, but it's like, I mean, that semester, it was just like, what's the point? Right. Because I'm sitting in my, my bed from 9.10 to 2.40 or whatever. Yeah. Just online. Yeah. The professors, they're not necessarily engaging us in class either. It's just lecture, 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 lecture. And, and some it, of them were even just recorded lectures. I know. And it's just like, how do you, it was just really frustrating to say one motivated with your academics because mm-hmm. it was like, I don't have any want yeah. to sit on my laptop for how long. Yeah. And it was, that's also just frustrating. And then, you know, you want to hang out with friends, but you can't hang out with friends. Yeah. And it, I mean, it was hard. It was very difficult. And, like, the eight of us that lived in Theta, we got pretty damn close because, obviously, it was just eight of us. Right. And, I mean, it was it was hard because a lot of people obviously wanted to see others. And I obviously wanted to get close with you guys. I hung out with Kelsey and Goose a lot. Honestly, I did, which I pretty much wasn't supposed to. Yeah. yeah. But it was just, like, you know – it's hard. You go to college to find a social life. You go to college to figure out, like, how you want to be perceived by people and how you want to, like, grow as yourself. And yeah. you can't, You have to do that in the in, in isolation in your room. Right, right. Like, that, was, that pissed me off. And I think it was more of, like, I was angry about it more than I was, like, sad. Yeah. And I think that by the time second semester came around, when everybody else had come back to campus, it was just kind of like... Okay, we still got to follow these rules, but we're going to ease up a little bit. Yeah. So then it got fun again, and then it wasn't like we were all walking in fear of getting caught. Right. Or, oh, my God, I don't have a mask. Like, I was worried not necessarily – this sounds horrible. I was more worried that if I didn't wear a mask, I was going to get in trouble versus if I was going to, like, maybe pass something on to somebody. Mm -hmm. Like, that should not have been – like, I should have been, like, oh, okay, I'm wearing this mask because I need to protect myself and protect others. Not yeah. because, so I don't have to get in trouble. Right. Which is that, that they was just so forced and pushed on us. It was, ugh, I did not like it. <laughs> well, and I mean, at the same time, like, we're in, we're in this bubble. Like, we live yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Literally. On a small campus. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then by the end of softball, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were at the World Series and we weren't wearing a mask. No, not <laughs> like, at all. I mean, Virginia was a different place. Yeah, it literally was a completely different place. Not anything like how it should have been. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, definitely coming back from it from freshman year was, it was hard because it was like, I want to do everything that I can. Yeah. And then slowly we were allowed to and slowly they let go of the leash. And then it was like, I think people kind of went crazy. Oh, 100%. And yeah. it was just kind of like a free-for-all. Yeah. And then we come back my junior year, and then it's like, okay, this is kind of normal now. We're getting back to normal. Yeah. And then now senior year, I feel like it, it feels pretty damn normal. It yeah. does. And I think that we've, you know, like gone past all of the COVID crap, but like, you know, I think, I, I still think that, you know, us being so to our friend groups and so to our groups is also because of COVID because we didn't get to know more people because yeah. we didn't have the opportunity to be social. Yeah. We didn't have the opportunity to be like, oh, I can be friends with this other person in this group because they are actually freaking cool. And I yeah. met them at a social gathering or something like that. Yeah. And I think that also has something to do with it. Like we spent our maybe a year and a half doing classes online on our phones, on our laptops. Yeah. And I mean, we become less social when we don't talk to people. Yeah. And then come around senior year and it's just like everyone just sticks to what they're comfortable with. Right. 
Right. And I, I think that is definitely something that has come from COVID personally, but yeah. So we talk about COVID and how it kicked you off your freshman year. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously there's softball within that. Yeah. So um, tell me about what the first couple months of the season looked like for you freshman year. And then how has that evolved over time as now you're a senior, you know? Yeah. So uh, my freshman year, we actually went to two. This is actually a crazy story. We, we did go to Alabama. Um, mm-hmm. We swept. And then we went to Arizona and we went on two trips Arizona trip was the uh, top 25 classic. Yeah. And um, Stevie actually went with us. And um, sorry, there's a chair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so Stevie actually went with us. We took a plane down there. It was so cool. Like my freshman year, I'm like, oh my God, like this is what college teams do. Like we travel far. And, you know, there wasn't really like, there was somewhat of talk about COVID, but it wasn't really like on campus, if that makes sense. Yeah. So we play our first day in Arizona, and I'm pretty sure we got whooped. And then, or like went one and one, but we lost bad one game. And then I, th- I want to say it was against like ATBU. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. If, yeah, it, if yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fair. Um, and so then the second day, I want to say we got a game in. And then the third day, we were like hanging out in the lobby, and the coach was like, We're going to have a meeting. And we were like, okay. Yeah. Literally had no idea what this was about. Yeah. And Stevie brings us all in, like the parents, because obviously parents go, right. the entire team, the coaching staff. And Stevie's like, you know, telling us that COVID is on campus and that when we come back, um, it's going to be different. She yeah. bought us all masks to wear on this flight back home. And we were like, Okay, like this is kind of weird. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't really believe it, but yeah. like, okay, whatever. I'll listen. You're our AT, or AD, and so then we get on the flight back home, and then it was just like constant chit chatter. And we were obviously planning on going to Hawaii for spring break. Right. And so you know there was talk about canceling that, and we're like, are you kidding me? Like this is so stupid. Like it's literally just a cold. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Yeah. Like we won't get canceled. We'll be fine. We spent so much money on Hawaii. Whatever. And so then, um, you know, we kept practicing, kept practicing, and then, like, there weren't any, like, rules at this point, obviously, on campus. It was just kind of, like, talk. Yeah. And so, like, I mean, we practiced as if we were still going. We practiced as if we were still going to do everything that we were going to do during season. Yeah. And then um, I remember uh, Coach called this meeting in the Lilly Center, and it was in the middle of the class. It was, like, the day, because we got sent home March 13th. On Friday yeah and the day it was two days before so March 11th or 10th or around then and so then it was like literally in the middle of the week and coach was like um so we're not going to Hawaii and we were like what do you mean and then she kind of was just throwing like it the school didn't officially say that we're getting sent home yet so she couldn't officially say that to us but she's like we're you guys are gonna go home for spring break uh we're not going and then we're going to reassess this whole COVID situation. Like, when you guys come back, yeah. we thought we were coming back. We were like, okay, yeah, this is cool. Like, whatever, a little bit of an extended spring break. Yeah. But we are coming back. Like, we yeah. were planning on coming back. And then, like, the seniors, Abby Bass was sobbing because she wanted to go to that Hawaii trip so bad yeah. for softball. And, I mean, yeah, it was freaking cool. Like, that would have been amazing. Like, you know, obviously we did still get to do it. But, yeah. like, she didn't. Right. And so then... 
we, um, coach was like, yep, canceled, blah, blah, blah. And so then people were crying and because we didn't really know where that the rest of the season led at that point. Right. Because it was like, oh, we'll just wait and see. Which, I mean, as I'm a senior now, thinking about that being like told my season is up in the air, oh, my God, I'd be devastated. Yeah. Oh, my God, gives me chills. Yeah. And so then, like, we go back home and we're like, okay, like, damn, like, we're, this is actually pretty real. And then Thursday, that school sends out an email saying everybody has to be gone by Friday, a.k.a. tomorrow, mm-hmm. by, like, 6 p.m. And, I mean, it was chaos. Like, it was legitimately chaos. Yeah. And so, obviously, we were like, okay, well, do we know if we're coming back? Are we going to have a season? Like, what's going on? And so then, obviously, we all get sent home, and then they send another email, like, you, we're not coming back the rest of the semester. And it was just kind of like, oh, my God. And I had a torn labrum in my hip, and I wasn't going to get surgery until the end of college. Yeah. And so then, obviously, that it's like a blessing in disguise, that opened up time for me to go get my surgery. So then, like, two weeks after we got sent home, I got my hip surgery, so I'd be fine for the next season. Yeah. So then we come back, and then it was just, like, the fall season of my sophomore year. It was just mass, mass, mask. And then we had to split up into two different groups, and it was the people who were on campus could practice together, but then the people that were off or something like that. We were split up, so we all can like we all could not practice together. Yeah, which sucked because I mean, yeah, we have a big team, but it was like, you know, I got close to half the people on the team, and then we get to next semester, and then it's like I don't know necessarily the other half of the people that I didn't get to practice with. Yeah, and then obviously like that we had an amazing run that year, which was awesome. Yeah, but it was like you know. We had to eat off the bus, or we had to eat in time sections. Yeah, with pizza taking taking turns. Yeah. like every other seat. Could Literally, eat. oh my god! And it was just like, and we all had to have our own seat. Yeah, and we had to take a we had to take a twelve passenger van as yep. well as the bus. Yep, and we had to switch like classes or whatever. Who got to sit on that van? I mean, it was weird coming back, especially for softball, because it was like a definitely a weird transition. Because we're like, I mean, we're an outside sport. Yeah. I'm the next person is like 30 feet away from me, yeah. you know? Well, and not to mention, like, I got quarantined so many times yeah. during the season. Like, there were probably three trips I couldn't go on because yeah. I was quarantined. And then we get, like, you know, a group of girls that can't go, but then the other group of girls that can. And it was just very interesting to see how successful we were with that. Yeah, 100%. Because, I mean, we took third in the nation. Like, that is so hard. Yeah. Like, the highest any DePaul softball team has ever gone or gotten right and then it was like I mean half the girls couldn't play because they were sick during season or half of them were quarantined or a group of them or one of them or like it was just crazy like how we produce the way that we produce with the amount of people that we had like constantly rotating in and out due to COVID well and there was a whole there was a whole moment in time where my whole class was quarantined literally because one of us had COVID and we all went to go get dinner which is a normal thing that you should be doing with teammates but like because it was COVID times we all were shut down for the weeks and it just sucks because like obviously we have like a a very 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 long season so it gives more time for us to you know having to have people out like every other week if that makes sense yeah and I mean yeah it was just very interesting that we could be that successful with that circumstance yeah so going from that year where we took third in the nation 
to mm-hmm. last year where we didn't make it out of the conference tournament. What do you think changed? Um, so personally, I think something that changed was the dynamic of the team because mm-hmm. I think that we were very, very like our my sophomore year, your freshman year, kind of just like, okay, like let's ride this wave. We're yeah. on this wave, like we don't like we think we can do it. We're number one in the nation. We should be able to do it. And like let's ride this wave and see how it goes. Yeah. And then we were very successful, took third, and then the next season comes around and we're ranked number one again. Yeah. And it's like Okay, well now we have this massive target. You know, we took third. We should we should go take the freaking Natty Championship this year. Yeah. And then it was just I think the confidence in some people kind of changed to cocky. Mm-hmm. And I think that the dynamic of it's okay to fail became it's not okay to fail. Yeah. And then it was just tension and you know, I think that sometimes we rode on people's backs when we needed to have more of a team like win versus mm-hmm. like just one individual winning that game if that makes yeah. sense and I think that like when other people say went into pitch like there were just you could tell that people got deflated and it was frustrating and yeah. it was like why don't you have this confidence for this person but don't have this confidence for this person yeah and I think that it was just definitely the dynamic was different I don't know, like, exactly what it was, but it was just different because then we lost in the conference tournament. And it was like, yeah. we don't lose. What What's going on? Yeah. It's your fault. No, it's your fault. It's your fault. Yeah. No, it's your fault. And then we went again, and we come out of the loser's bracket. I'm pretty sure we beat, we beat Barry, right? Yeah. And then lost to Hiram again, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. But anyways, I mean, we you know, we come off this win of Barry – and it's like, okay, like, yeah, we can do this, we can do this. And, you know, we lost Hiram yesterday, like, let's kick him now. Yeah. And so then it was just like, you know, they got up, and as soon as they got up, we just started deflating. Yeah. And then she put in somebody else, and then everybody else started deflating. And it was just like, you know, we did this last year. Like, yeah. why, what, what changed? Like, what's the dynamic? Like, why, why, did, why did we change, the, have the shift of the culture, of the confidence we had in other yeah. people? And then... Obviously, we got shut down, and we sat in left field as our season was over on home. Yeah. We hosted conference, and we got sent home during conference. But then we got a bid to regionals, correct? Yeah. We hosted. Exactly. We hosted again. So then we had another opportunity because we got a bid, because we did so well in preseason. And then, I don't know why I'm like asking. And then Hiram was in And then Hiram was in our regional again. And then... Yeah. It would have been such a good underdog story. It would have been. But I, I definitely think the difference was the dynamic and, and the way that people felt about other people, if that makes sense. Do you think the idea of, like, do you think that the expectation was more than we could have, like, do you think that our expectation to win and to be perfect was, um, was more do you think that could have been more damaging than, like, the dynamic? Or do you think the dynamic you know, was fully, like, yeah. responsible for it? I, I get that. Um, I do think that we all knew that we could successfully achieve our goals that yeah. we had of being a national championship team, winning the national championship, and then also, you know, we all knew that we weren't perfect, but yeah. striving for perfection. And I think that we all knew that we could do that and we had the talent to do that. 
But I also think that sometimes we got frustrated that we weren't that. Yeah. And then became frustrated within ourselves and then became frustrated within our teammates. Yeah. So I think it was kind of like a building block of like, all right, like this is a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. And then this is a lot of pressure on me. Mm -hmm. And then... I can't take this pressure, so I'm going to point it at other people. Yeah. And then that's where the dynamic shifts. Mm-hmm. And I think that having that number one target on our back going into that season kind of set that pressure tone. Yeah. And I think that it kind of rode with us all season. Yeah. And then I think we just kind of got to a breaking point in yeah. postseason, which sucks. But, like, I mean, I personally think we definitely have the talent to win it. 100%. 100%. I agree with that. Yeah. It's just I think that – we just crumbled under the pressure, unfortunately. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think we had that pressure last or sophomore year because mm-hmm. I think it was just kind of like, oh, my God, like, yeah. We can do this. We can do this. Yeah. Like, this is kind of cool. We've never done this before. Yeah. And then it was, okay, now we got to beat what we did last year. Right. right. So I think that that was also a shift in the mentality of what we could do. Yeah. And pressure. And, yeah. So now that we're about there, we're just over halfway through conference, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just right about, about halfway. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, what do you think the difference is between this year and last year? Um, and where do you see us kind of going from where we're at right now? Yeah. So <laughs> obviously we had 10 girls graduate last year, which was hard because those, I would argue nine because one of them is a fifth year this year. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> nine. Nine. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Riley Magoo. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do think that having 10 people who were consistent players, nine people who were consistent players, yeah. leave is very difficult because they were, you know, a big bulk of the team. Yeah. They were people who played seven innings a game or five and split two or four and split three. I yeah. mean, these girls, you know, consistently since their freshman year. Yeah. And so I think that we had to i mean coach says it all the time for this year you know we have to win differently than we ever have in the past yeah because it's like we have a completely new group of girls not completely new but to the point where we don't really know each other's i guess not now we do but at the beginning of the season we didn't really know each other's strengths and weaknesses yeah because i mean you know we had grace at shortstop who's freaking phenomenal yeah drew at third they knew exactly what ball they should cover yeah what ball they can let go because they knew their strengths and weaknesses because they played together for three years and then we have you know so many new girls who are very like very 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 talented in middle infield but then it's like you know we got to find you've got to know who you're playing next to yeah and find out and which we have now completely agree with that but it's like we had to we had to we had growing pains yeah if that made sense yeah and I think that also reflected in our preseason uh record yeah you know we don't have a very good record but it's you know that shows the growing pains that we had yeah and I think that the difference was like I said the dynamic of so much pressure from last year yeah and then it changed because we choked last year and we were like well we know what we can do we have I mean majority ish of the same team that went yeah to you know, regionals or the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Like, we have the talent here. It's just how are we going to put the pieces together to do it? Because a lot of these girls haven't had the same amount of playing time as some of the other girls that graduated. Yeah. They didn't have the experience. They didn't have the confidence or the trust in the person next to them. Yeah. Fully like Grace and Drew did. Yeah. And – or like Kate and Jade did in the outfield. Yeah. And it's like, you know, 
it, it, that matters with little things. That 100%. matters when you want to dive. That matters when you should dive. That matters when you should let a ball go because this person has a better read on that. Yeah. And, you know, that takes fall. That takes our fall practices to figure stuff out. But, you know, we only, we only get two games in the fall. Yeah. So then we have to – we have a ridiculously hard schedule in the beginning of season, and, you know, we're going through those growing pains. And yeah. we're, we're figuring out what works. We're figuring out what doesn't. And then, you know, we don't have Cammy. You know, Cammy, Cammy dominated. Cammy pitched a lot of our games for us last year. And then we have these new pitchers coming in, two that are freshmen. Who are fantastic. Exactly, exactly. And we have, you know, Riley Magoon, who's coming back for a fifth year. And she has performed so well this year. Yeah, I agree. I have never seen her pitch like this this year. Yeah. Ever, 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 ever. And it's because she can feel the rest of the team wanting this for her. Well, and you can also, like, you can also see... The way that P squad itself oh is fun, God, yeah. like pitching squad itself is functioning. Like yeah. if Riley gets taken out of a game and Meg gets put in, Riley is the first one oh that's like God. screaming for her, like yes. you've got this, like all yes. this stuff. And like Riley is never like, oh poor me. She's never. always like, no, like you needed to take me out. Yeah. I needed to be out. She's like very it was my time. Too. It was humble. my time. Yes. yes. And like I think like as a whole like pitching staff they all are like Mm -hmm. this they're all very similar and like it was my time Mm -hmm. yes they may feel like really bad because you know they let a bunch of hits go through or you know whatever happened like but like that's that's your job yeah like your job is not to strike everybody else because they yes exactly yeah exactly and i think that you know them also getting confidence in the rest of their field behind them yeah and then us also gaining confidence in them yeah because you know some of us that did play, we played with Cammy a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, we were used to Cammy. Point blank, period. Yeah. And, you know, we get, and we have to figure out how these hitters are hitting off of Riley, how they're hitting off of Meg, how yeah. they're hitting off of Alex, how they're hitting off of Kirsten. Because it's different for it's everyone. It's all different. Yep. Every single one of them. So it's like, you know, like I said, growing pains. Yeah. And then now we get into conference. And I, I, I've said this since the beginning of the season. Yes, we've been losing, but when we come conference time, we are going to be a completely different team. Yeah. A completely different team. Well, I will say that the game that we played against Illinois Wesleyan. Oh, my God. That was the first turning point. That was the first game that we played that it felt like DePaul softball. Yes. Then we come in, we play Kenyon, and. Whooped. Yes, but the vibe wasn't the same. I agree. We go in, we play Worcester. The vibe, 100% there. Oh, my God, yeah. We come in, we play Overland. It's not the same. Mm -hmm. So. I'm wondering what that, like, what that distinct thing is. Mm -hmm. Because, like, obviously when we play Worcester, like, Lily's sister's on Worcester. Like, we're all going to be hyped for that game, you know, like, whatever it is. When we play Hiram this year, of course it's going to be, like, we need to beat them. Mm -hmm. Because they they killed us last year. They beat us three times last year. That's the most any conference opponent has beat us in years. Yeah. And then, you know, you sit here, and then we also have this, like, you know, little grudge against Denison. Mm-hmm. And um, also against Wit. We've got the Tiger against Wit. Right. But, like, is the Wit game going to be the same as the Hiram game? Yeah. Because the stakes are different. I get what you're saying. Yeah. So I think. It's interesting that you point that out because I honestly haven't thought about it, but I can 110% see it now because it's like. I feel like we I had think a if very... we played the way that we did against Illinois Wesleyan against Oberlin, oh nobody, those two yeah. games are totally different, hundred percent. And I think it's also part of the reason of we're going into these games looking at their name and their record, yeah, which we should not be doing because <laughs> if you look at our name, you <laughs> right. look at our record, right, right. You should expect to win against us, right. But it's like 
we cannot be going into, if it's Kenyan, if it's Oberlin, if it's Hiram, if it's Wit, whatever conference opponent it is, we cannot be going and saying that like, oh, it's less than, or mm-hmm. it's more than, or the stakes are higher here, or the stakes are lower here. Or, yeah. Oh, it doesn't matter if we if we run roll and we just need to win by one, you yeah. know? Like, no. Yeah. We need to annihilate. We need to go in. Like, we have that mentality against Booster, like the competitiveness. Yeah. And I just think that like, you know, with the growing pains, it was like, we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. We don't really have the competitiveness competitiveness there or like the want and the need and then we get to conference and it's like all right it's go time yeah and then it's booster and then we kill them but it's like a very fun upgoing uplifting everyone's invested everyone plays everyone plays and it was just like everyone did their job and everyone was successful in doing their job as well and then you know i think we go to overland kind of on a high with booster and it's like oh we've got this like it's fine yeah it's in the bag it's kind of like that it it's kind of making me feel like what you said the difference between the year we got third versus the mm-hmm. year that we got knocked out of regionals. Mm-hmm. Like the difference in those years was we were kind of riding the wave mm-hmm. and like we got this, we can do this, finding that competitive spirit. Mm-hmm. But then when we got knocked out, it was we took our competitiveness and our confidence and took it a little bit too much into the cocky area. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like each like game is 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 that kind of like Mm -hmm. up and down like the wave yeah and I feel like um hopefully and I think we will we'll find the happy medium within yeah because I think it's like we were trying to find it yeah we found it we lost it we found it we lost it again and during you know the four conference games that we've had and I think that like you know we didn't have it really at the beginning of the season, yeah. but you know it's there. It's yeah. there. It's there. We all know it's there. Well, and there were glimpses of it yeah. in the preseason, yeah. like Texas. Like there were For some. Sure. Like when we played ETBU, uh, the one of the games that we mm-hmm. played them, the second game. It was like. Mm-hmm. It was oh, yeah. still a fantastic game. 100%. There were definitely glimpses. And now yeah. I think we can hold it for an entire game. Yeah. And I think that we're showing it more often than we're not. Yeah. And I think that, you know, that is just kind of, it's like it's like the mountain that we're that we're driving up. Yeah. I think that, you know, we started real low and we're getting there, we're getting there. There's a few divots, there's a few dips. But I think once we really find like our spot, it's just going to, we're just going to shoot up. And I, mean, I really Coach, hope that works yeah. and that happens. But Coach talks about it all the time, how like this isn't like, we're starting to get to the point where we should be peaking. Mm-hmm. Like, if we peak too early, then... We're screwed. Right. But right now, we're getting to that point where we should be. And mm-hmm. I, I, I think that's very, like, reflective of oh, yeah. how we've been, is that we're we're, we're right there. Mm-hmm. Like, we're getting there to the point where we should we've be. We've shown it. We've shown it. Yep. And we're, we're getting closer and closer and closer and closer. And hopefully, it just freaking... I don't know, happens at Hiram and Wit because <laughs> I want to kill Hiram. <laughs> and Wit, of course. But Of course. Yeah. We can't lose the tiger. No, not the tiger. Not the tiger. All righty. Well, that is it for this week. Uh, Thank you talks. so much for joining me. Of course. Um, again, this has been uh, senior Abby Pyburn from the softball team. Um, and next week is an off week so don't be looking for an episode for next week but do be looking for applications to join d3 tv's board and stay tuned in tigers thank you